Hi there, I'm Heidi Higgins, and you are listening to K-12 on Learning. A couple of weeks ago, you may recall that I visited with an eighth grader who just started her own podcast after attending an enrichment course. Today, we speak with Andrew Dotson, a senior at the Texas Online Preparatory School. His experience in online education is nearly nine years now. Andrew shares his insights into how his online schooling helped him overcome shyness and struggles, develop hidden strengths, earn career certifications, and prepared him for a bright future. Andrew Dodson, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here, and I'm excited (laughs) to be able to talk to a student, a successful student. Tell us a little bit about where you go to school. I go to school currently at Texas Online Preparatory School, which is a Stride K-12 school that opened in 2013, and I'm pretty much a veteran of it. I've been there for maybe nine years. What made you decide to choose online schooling? To be honest, it's a lot of things. Like once, like the in-person options weren't really the most beneficial to me. We saw some struggles with that. And then it's also just just well to online settings. Like I do great at computers where I'm very comfortable. So that kind of helped as well in the shift to online school. When you decided to enroll, tell me what motivated you as far as how did you get up in the day? Was it exciting to start? Was it something that you really wanted to do? Or was it just like a typical school day you found elsewhere? Sometimes it felt like a typical school day. Other days, there was something I was actually looking forward to. I'm in a lot of clubs. If my club was having a meeting that day, might get up, look really forward to that. What kind of involvement have your parents had? A lot of families don't understand how online school works. So what kind of involvement do your parents have in this? I would say they had a monumental involvement in my online school. Whenever I got a bad grade, they're like, you know, you got a bad grade. Ask for help. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help. I relate to a lot of students, as students typically do. And they typically struggle to ask for help. They get nervous. They get shy, anxious, whatever you want to call it. It's all those things. And I am no exception. You might have seen my resume and thought, wow, it's like you must have never struggled. It's like, no, I did. It's like, I used to be a very shy, anxious person. I would never ask for help. Didn't really do much in terms of clubs. And then one day I entered a class and then a spark kind of hit me. Like that teacher gave me a spark and that spark has lasted since then. That's a beautiful story. I like the spark. I can kind of envision how that happens. And I was looking at your resume, which is impressive, by the way. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. You said that with that shyness, you kind of came out of that. A lot of families also wonder about socialization. Do you find you're alone? Do you find you're with a group? Tell me about the myriad of adventures that you've had with socialization while you've been in an online school. Socialization, that's definitely an interesting topic. And I will be the first to say a lot of stride schools address socialization policies differently. I would say specifically at my school, maybe it applies across Texas. Socialization is kind of an iffy role when it comes to it because, you know, we want to make sure we keep students safe, but at the same time, make sure they actually get time to socialize. So essentially, 
I think when I started entering clubs was when the socialization aspect really like came up. It's like classes, you get some socialization time, but it's typically always serious for the most part, unless you get like that really fun teacher who's like, you know, let's have a party. The clubs are really where the socialization aspect comes in. I myself, I started a club and then a year later, I ended up actually creating kind of like a leadership team. And now I have like a really close, tight-knit group of friends that I find really relatable with in a lot of aspects, regardless of where they are currently in their school and journey. I like how you took it upon yourself to develop those kinds of socialization opportunities. You've had some major accomplishments and some of the things, though, for your involvement, if you don't mind, if I just mention a couple of those. You, first of all, joined several of the extracurricular activities. And as you mentioned, started a club yourself. You didn't wait for it to come to you. You went ahead and started it yourself. I love it when students have those kinds of stories. But you became involved in Skills USA. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is? Skills USA is a CTSO or a career technical student organization. CTSOs are essentially student run clubs that have to do with CTE education. For example, let's say you took a class on cybersecurity. That is a CTE course because it is a special course that you would not find in regular general education. Different than regular electives. It's still an elective, but kind of a career elective. It's a class that helps you towards your career goal. And you've got some career goals. And I saw a list of the potential careers that you might consider. And maybe that is directing you toward your future? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's a competition in Skills USA that I'm actually considering going into that I think I might have a good shot of winning. Try not to sound too proud for that. You've got to believe in yourself. That's the way to do it. You also were part of the student council where you not only attended meetings, but you opened a line of communication between the student council and the officers for graduation, which you're helping to plan. What was it like to be involved in student council? I don't know how student councils at other schools work, but at TOPS, we have officers and then we just have members. So it's like, I'm just a member because if I became an officer, I would be way too busy, honestly. I got a lot of contacts through just networking and actually through having jobs. So it's like currently at the job I work at, there is somebody at the school who actually I talk to frequently and they are the planner of graduation. So that kind of helped to open that line of communication, that dialogue between them, in addition to just being an officer in Skills USA and knowing the officers and other CTSOs like TSA, it really helps to develop that communication. And I guess you could say, I guess, circle around back to student council. That sounds good. School lingo, volunteer work. You worked there for a while here. You assisted in resume competition judging. Tell me what school lingo is. School lingo is a nonprofit organization started up by a friend of mine who was a top student. His name's Victor. He was actually also a student advisor on the Student Advisory Council. It looks like you did some things like you improved the interview process for candidates. So these are candidates that are part of this organization? Oh, yeah, definitely. Set up teams, helped create interview questions, really get a mindset into the recruiter process when you go to do that. It's really interesting to see how that works on the back end. 
It is interesting. And you're seeing some fun things clear from the inside out. I think that's what I'm loving about what you're sharing about your education. You founded that Narwhal News Club. Is that the one you founded? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I found. I also founded another one just this semester. Excellent. And which one, what is that called? Are you familiar with Model UN? Yes, absolutely. Our school did not have a Model UN club. And then I took it upon myself to found it myself. Well, that's wonderful, Andrew. If it isn't already in place, you're creating it. I think that's something that we don't understand always is that students here have an opportunity to expand and invite and grow for everyone, not just yourself, but you're also helping others at the same time. The resume that you have provided is impressive. You also are part of a yearbook. Now, did you know most students may not know that online schools often have yearbooks? Tell us about that. You know, it's funny. We did not always have a yearbook either. And I was actually one of the very first people to be on the team. I was part of the first team of yearbook members. And it was a very interesting process starting out, I would say, because we had to find a platform to actually get the yearbooks created on. Then we had to get designers. We had to make sure everybody's staying on task. We had to have weekly meetings. Got a bit hectic at times, but we still released a very successful yearbook. And I actually have it with me. I actually bought one. That sounds great. So you've got pictures of all your online students or most oh, yeah. of them. And yes. you know what's funny about that? We were talking about socialization earlier. We actually found a way past that caveat in terms of yearbook because some people are shy. And that means some people didn't want to upload their pictures. So with our yearbook, we allowed people to do one of two things. You can upload a picture yourself or you can upload what's called a Bitmoji, which is kind of like it's kind of like this avatar of you that you created yourself. Once we started allowing Bitmojis, we got more people than when we didn't allow them. That's interesting. That's one of the reasons why it's important to have a yearbook because it, it gives an opportunity for the student to express their own likeness and what they want to, the world to see. Definitely. You have some accomplishments that are fun. I'm just going to look over a, at a screen here that shows me some certifications that you earned. You created a resume and the one I'm looking at was created by Tallow. Tell us what Tallow is. Tallow is kind of a student version of LinkedIn. Let's put it that way. It is a place where you can network with colleges and companies, potential employers. It's a place where it can help you build a resume. All you got to do is put your information and click download and you have a resume ready to go. That simply. I love how it works and I love how it looks. It's easy to read. It's impressive to look at. You completed a lot of certifications that you can now put on that resume to make you more employable, to say, hey, we need this skill. We need this skill. We need this one. And it's right here in front of us. Let's take a look at some of these. You've got several Microsoft ones, both office and technical associate ones, security fundamentals, networking fundamentals, Windows operating systems. Windows Server Administration, Introduction to Programming, Programming Using Java, Excel Associate, Criminal Investigation. Now that's an interest you have, obviously, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely. CompTIA Security Certifications. Tell me what you plan to do with some of these certifications and why you chose these particular ones for you. Certifications are actually a very interesting story for me. I was offered the choice back in middle school to get my very first certification, uh, Microsoft Office one, which actually happened to be Excel. And I did agree to do it at the time. 
and this was before strike career prep ever became a thing but i went to go do the training and then i never completed it and it was like i always looked down on myself for that and then a couple years later as you can obviously see on my resume i actually as i take a bow myself i contacted my school admins and i said can i do this like can i just try and take this you know i want to redeem myself they said yes obviously and so i took the training did the entire course as I balanced my school day. And then I went to take a certification and I passed. And I guess with some of the certifications I want to use, it's like I want to enter like the IT field, maybe cybersecurity, maybe system administration. Those are two I'm looking into along with help desk. The one that I think I might try to target first is maybe cybersecurity. And some of the certifications I got because they were available to me. It's like the certifications, they aligned with me, but they were also available and they let me get them for free. So it's like, why not take the opportunity? Seize it. Because if you don't seize an opportunity that you have available to you, you might regret it later on down the road. Absolutely. You seize those opportunities and you make the best of them. Our uh, Stride CEO said something about making the most of what you have. If you make the most of it, you can become something quite amazing. I love some of your adaptive community experience that you're mentioning as an IT intern. How did you get that position? So I am in what's called a work-study course. And for those of you listening who don't know what that is, a work-study course happens to be a course where you get high school credit just for having a job. Like in my case, in Texas at my school, you get three high school credits just for having a job while you're in school. Do you receive grades as well as the credits? So there is like an entire course. So they don't give you too many assignments as long as you're working at your job and you turn in your timesheets to them. It's an easy A both semesters. And yet it pays, yes? Believe it or not, no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So it's an intern. It does not pay. That's okay. Experience is worth dollars. (laughs) That is what I tell myself every day. It's like experience. (laughs) It really does pay off. Like employers going to look at my resume. They're going to see. So you've done all this at this employer and you worked there for this long. That's impressive. Exactly. And the fact that they keep you and keep you busy and teach you more and more. You're on a great track. You keep yourself well-rounded as a family member, and you also take care of animals. You have assisted in learning how to do pet care and (laughs) things like that. And did I hear birds in the background as well? Oh my, I'm so sorry about that. (laughs) Yes, I actually do have a pet bird. Well, it's fun to be able to have a well-rounded life. You know, we don't want students to just be in front of a computer. We want them to have these experiences where they're getting certifications where they're having a family life, where they have a job, where they're creating clubs of interest, as well as the ones that come from the school. What would you tell another student who would be looking at an online school like this? I would tell them it's not in person. You don't have lockers, no. And gym is essentially something you do from the comfort of your home. But while it's different, it's also unique. And you have very unique opportunities provided to stride gives you a lot of opportunities. Like just recently, they had a My Career Connections webinar. And that was a great thing that only Stride students got to attend. It's like you wouldn't get that if you were in an in-person setting. These job fairs and things that are coming up are exciting. 
And we have them in many different fields. Some 20 different career opportunities are now available to start taking a look at finding jobs. Something else I would say, and this is just something I want to tell students. If you want to start your own club, I would say, first, reach out to a teacher you think may be interested in sponsoring the club or like watching over it because it's got to be teacher oversight. So reach out to a teacher you think may be interested. If they say yes, take it up to your principals. Take it up to your admins. Say, I have this idea. Here's how I want to execute it. And if you can find examples from other schools, do that. The more information you can give them, the better chance it is your club will be approved. Thank you, Andrew. Andrew, what has been your relationship with your teachers? Oh, that is definite. I mean, of course, it varies between teachers. You know, everybody is different and they might put off different vibes. But I would say generally, they do take care of the students. They do listen to our concerns and us. It makes them seem like more than just teachers. It makes them kind of seem like they're building a community of their own within their own classrooms. That's a lovely description of what a teacher does online. Well done. Well, this has been fun to visit with you. Is there anything else you would like to add? Honestly, all I would say is reach for the stars. Nothing is impossible if you just try hard enough. Don't ever let a roadblock stop you. You can overcome it. Even if you need help, don't be afraid to ask for help. It is not a problem. Nobody will look down on you. Everybody has struggles in life. And, you know, of course, you as a listener will too. But if I can overcome it, it's proof that you can too. Overcome the anxiety and the stress of having to ask for help, of having to reach out and do that. That is one of the biggest and I think most common hurdles that students face on a day-to-day basis. And when you overcome that, it's like a relief. It's like a breath of fresh air just hit you. It's amazing. So not waiting for the teacher to come to you, but you go to the teacher and get the help that you need. Exactly. Andrew, thank you for your time today. Appreciate it very much. What a joy to speak to you. And like I said, this resume is beyond impressive. You will do well. Based on this, I'm excited for you. Good luck in your future. And if it's all right, would like to stay in touch. Of course, that'd be perfectly fine. Thank you for listening to K-12 On Learning sponsored by Stride. To learn more about online public schools powered by Stride K-12, Stride Career Prep programs that foster lifelong learning, or any of the private school or individual course offerings, please go to stridelearning.com or k12.com. Special thanks to Tree K Studios for providing the music for us. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and feel free to leave us a good review. We hope you'll join us next time for K-12 on learning.